So do we still have to kayfabe your BK International sponsorship, or is that for public consumption? We have to kayfabe it until they officially tweet it, because that's how it works nowadays in 2021. That's how you know that it's safe, or that's how you know you got the job. That's how I know I'm allowed to talk about it. They have to tweet it, then I can retweet or subtweet it. But if you're the king, you're under the mask, and no one's going to know anyway. I almost was the body. I was going to say the face of Modelo, an ad campaign years ago, but they would have had a mask on me, so I would have been the body of the campaign of Modelo, but I lost. Which is just as good. Yeah, I'm the body of the company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be really great. I hope there's somebody who's the body of the company. They're not, their face is not used, but they're the body. Yeah, Cole Cabana got the job. A lot of people know who that is. Cole Cabana is the, was the body of Modelo back in 2016 or 17. Maybe 15. What, because he's gotten fat? You can say it. Call him fat. He's chubby as <laughs> Fat, worthless douche. Just kidding. We're cool. We had a good conversation recently, actually. A conversation? Yeah. About what? What do you have in common? Yeah, so he came up to me when I was backstage at AAW, a big company in Chicago. I wasn't paying attention. I was playing on my phone. And he just says, hey, Jake, how's it going, man? How are you? Still in Indianapolis? I'm like, didn't know you knew my name. Didn't know you knew the city I was from. Like, this is a weird conversation, Cole Cabana. But you big leagued him, didn't you? I thought about it. I, I should have been a dick, but I wasn't. I was really nice. We had a good conversation. He was cool. After years of being a dick. He was finally cool. Bro, one of the reasons I loved indie wrestling so much was because of his podcast. The reason I started listening to podcasts was because of his podcast. And then I had to work with him and he was a tool. So he's an inspiration. You are where you're at now in life because of him. He was an inspiration. Yeah. Not so much anymore. You look up to him. You modeled your entire career after him. Don't be modest. Short punk looks up to me now. How tall is he? He's like six, one or six, two. I think he's taller than me. Just a little bit. If not, we're the same height. Well, just make your top knot bigger, and that way you win. Yeah, I'll get lifts on my boots. Jericho-style lifts. You know, he's actually like four foot four. Dude, Jericho does not have lifts. They're a foot and a half. Look, if you want me to talk to Chris and get you backstage at AEW, shut your hole. I'm a little jaded that I'm not already booked. All right? Look, give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Chris has pull. He was the first champion. Get me booked. Of course he was the first champion. I know who the first champion at WRW was, too. Who? It was you, dog. It was me. <laughs> yep. There we go. But yeah, so I'm not officially sponsored by Burger King Finland yet, but it's it's coming. Official after-party home of Slam Wrestling Finland. Slam Wrestling? Mm-hmm. Isn't there a Slam magazine? Probably not over there, though. What is that magazine? I don't even know, but I think it exists. Hmm. It sounds like a thing that would exist. Yeah, in Finland, don't they just have sauna magazines? And that's Sauna. The- that's the entirety they of it. They have their- like 20 magazines devoted only to sauna. Sauna Weekly. Sauna Digest. People in a sauna. Sauna Daily. So sauna is like the thing in Helsinki. I can't tell any of my Finnish friends I did not jump into a sauna. They'd be very disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm a little disappointed, honestly. But I, I didn't like I didn't travel with a bunch of sauna gear. That was the opportunity to talk to them about how uh, you're considering making a YouTube series from a sauna. Oh, dang it. Yeah, you're right. I should have recorded an episode over there with someone else in Finland. You'd walked away with a couple belts. Ah, shoot. Well, I'll come back to that. Anyway, Pete, the key thing here is that I wrestled professionally in Finland. Allegedly. There's no proof yet. That's true. There won't be proof until the spring. I have to sit on this for a while. So 
I hope none of you are prepared to watch the YouTube series of Slam Wrestling Finland in a few months because this is going to spoil it for you. I'm on it. I'm on multiple episodes. I'm on five episodes, I believe. Five Hell, episodes? There might be vignettes of me on all of the episodes. So that means that you got a rose at least four times. Oh, I stayed. By the way, I finally got to catch up on the finish of Bachelor in Paradise. You can't watch that in Europe on Hulu. They won't let you. So I had to miss two or three episodes, and I was worried that the finish would get spoiled and that some of my favorite couples would break up. But you still got to enjoy the finish? Yep, didn't get it spoiled for me. I got back home, and one of the girls from my gym asked me about it. I was like, I haven't seen it yet. Please don't spoil it. She's like, okay. But she knew the couple. I wanted to stay a couple. And I was really worried she was going to tell me something that they weren't. They did, though. How do you know you didn't ruin my finish? I didn't tell you who it was. Fair. Multiple couples walked away. Multiple couples broke up. So whatever your favorite was, it may or may not have worked. There's a lot of mystique, a lot of mystery. I suppose I respect it. Mm -hmm. But I got back and I watched it. Anyway, there's proof of that. That happened. There's no proof of my wrestling in Finland yet, but it happened, Pete. Since 2014, Finland has been my muse. I've, I've wanted to wrestle in Finland. I got booked in 2014 in Finland, Pete, for a company called Fight Club Finland. Also, badass name. That's part of the reason I wanted to work there. And everyone on the website looked very metal because people from Finland look metal and they all had names like Johnny McMetal. Johnny McMetal. That was the name, I'm pretty sure. And then the wild man, Haimo Ukenselka. Wouldn't you just be another mark in that lineup, though? You're going to look like each and every one of them. It's fine. I'm the American mark in that lineup. They're all Finnish. I, ha- I bring something new to the table. I'm the foreign mark. Bring something new, like what? Cheeseburgers? What What do you bring that's new? I could wrestle as foreign mark. That's actually a good gimmick I should do overseas. Foreign mark? Foreign mark. I'm like, man, you guys aren't very good. And do you think people would get it? People would have to get it. Someone if they're at indie it. shows? Somebody would get it. Pete, my first Euro trip, which I've talked about on this show, was in 2014. Before I left the States, I was booked on two shows. One in Sweden and one in Finland. And I was trying, trying, trying to get booked on a show in Norway and a show in Denmark. Now, I've talked about this on prior episodes. I got to Europe. I ended up getting booked on those shows in Norway and Denmark. So on top of Sweden, I had those shows locked in. But I was supposed to end my trip with a show in Finland. I was going to wrestle in Finland and come home the next day. Finish in Finland. Yep. I was going to finish there. I was going to finish in Helsinki. And then I was going to come home. But Pete, I got to Europe. And they send me a message, a heartbreaking message. Hey, man, real sorry. We have venue issues. We have to push back the show one week. Can you stay? Pete, I don't exactly buy plane tickets that have that flexibility thing going on. So I couldn't stay. Is this like the Japanese? They don't like to directly say no. So they're like, oh, hey, uh, show got pushed back. Maybe. Perfect example of it. They, uh, they don't want confrontation. There was no show, apparently, ahead of time. There, there was. I was booked for it, but it didn't happen. But I want to say it was supposed to happen on October 2nd or something like that. And then I was going to come home. But they're like, hey, now it's got to be October 9th. And I was like, no, I can't stay. I'm like, oh, sorry. All right. So I didn't get to do it. I did Norway. I did Sweden. I did Denmark. So I was, those were great. I loved all those shows. I made a lot of good friends. Years later, I come back to Europe. Fall of 2018. Spring of 2019. Fall of 2019. Every time I send messages to the company or companies in Finland, because there was just FCF, Fight Club Finland, for years. Then in 19 or 20, 
all of a sudden a second company debuted, Slam Wrestling Finland. So because you couldn't get on the show you wanted, you tried to find a side piece? Yes, pretty much. So then I was sending messages to both places, trying to get on. Did they know? Now, I don't know. I don't know if they talked. I would, I would I hate to get caught that way. I'd hate to get caught red-handed with one of them showing DMs to the other one. Look, there's only one organization in Finland that I want to work for, and you're it, babe. You're it. Yeah, and then if you show the other one that, I'm burned on both of them. I'm never getting booked in Finland ever. But one of the companies ran every month, I think, and the other one ran every few months. So I was just trying to get on these shows. And in the spring of 2019, I met the guy who runs Slam Wrestling Finland at a show. He goes by the Rebel, Starbuck. Actually, Starbuck is friends with Chris Jericho, Pete. He was on Jericho's podcast. So now there's a plot hole in my lying about being friends with Chris Jericho. Now you can validate that I, in fact, am not friends with Chris Jericho. In theory, I could. I don't know how tight they are anymore, but they talk. Starbuck was totally on Jericho's podcast, which is kind of crazy. So Starbuck is a Canadian Finnish wrestler. He trained in Canada, got to know Jericho. He moved to Finland a long time ago. Eh, 10 years or 15 years ago, a long time ago. He pretty much became the king of Finnish wrestling and then a big European star. But he's not the Burger King. It's not the Burger King. That's going to be me. I'm going to be the Burger King of Finland. I'm about to be sponsored, right? Have we brought up the fact that there's a sauna and a Burger King in Finland yet? Did we Did we mention that? That was going to be the big payoff. Damn it, sorry. Bleep it. <laughs> so I met the Rebel Starbuck at this show. And at this show in Copenhagen, I had a great match. A great match against a guy named Carlos Zamora. And before the show, I was trying to talk to Starbuck because I knew, hey, I want to I want to wrestle in Finland. I want us to be friends. I want him to think I'm good. I know from all the messages I'd sent him, he knew I'd wrestled in Japan and a few other big places. Well, it comes up to me, and one of the first things he says was a very skeptical thing, which made me think, ah, man, this guy doesn't want to like me. He's not going to like me. But I'm going to fight for it anyway because I want to wrestle in Finland. It's my muse, my flame. There's a word I'm looking for, Pete, but I can't think of it. It's a thing that's like the carrot dangling. There's a word for it. I don't know because now my mind is firmly in making like jokes related to slam piece and things like that because uh, that's funny to okay, me. Okay, keep thinking about that. So I have a great match, right? At the end of the show, he's like, he does tell me, I'm like, hey man, anything, any feedback? He's like, good match. You didn't suck as much as I thought. That's the subtext. Your chops were a little weak, but hey. That was the subtext. But he said, oh, good match. Thank you. So I was like, okay, cool. Now, I know that match is what got Carlos booked for Slam Wrestling. I know that match is what got Carlos booked for many shows in Europe, which is fine. I'm glad I could help him. I wanted to help him. But then I was like, man, I can't, I hope I don't get a lot of pushback the next time I try and get booked in Finland, which I tried for years. So eventually, 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 a few weeks before this last trip, Starbucks gets back to me. They're going to run a huge show. It was going to be October 2nd, Slamageddon. Biggest show of the year. They'd had to push it back like three times already. It was going to be right after COVID shut everything down. Then they pushed it back like six eight, or eight months. Didn't happen. They had to push back like another eight months or something. Like Then it couldn't happen. And then they rescheduled it for this. And I was ready, ready, ready. And eventually, after bugging him for a while and getting maybes, he's like, fine, you're booked. I'm like, yes, I won. We have this young boy. He's worthless. It'll be a dark match. Fine. You can be there. It's fine. I would have done it. It's cool. I'd still wrestle in Finland. Doesn't matter. Still had sex. So <laughs> I'm prepared. I'm ready to go for my trip. I couldn't be more ready to wrestle in Finland, do all this stuff. And then 
maybe 10 days before I leave. Hey, bro. Actually, I got a voice message. He sends me a lot of voice messages. I have a couple of European friends that are really into voice messages instead of texting. Texting is passe. It requires finger dexterity and all kinds of stuff. Voice messages, clearly where it's at. Apparently, it's the way to go. One of my European friends just doesn't feel super confident in their English, and that's why they use the voice texting instead of actual spelling, which is fine. Their English is fine, though. Plus, I'll figure it out. So, their English is better than my French. You know, that's what I'm saying here, right? So, why would I shade someone if I don't speak any of your language? Your French is terrible. I've heard. Side note, anyone in America who thinks that someone who doesn't speak English is dumb is also dumb themselves. That's frustrating to me. They understand more of your language than you do of theirs. So if anything, they're smarter than you. Fully on board. Also, I think that context is usually, man, if you're going to come over here and live, you could at least make an effort. And that I'm like, okay, well, you know, making an effort, like when you travel, you make an effort. I can get behind that. But as soon as you get enraged, if they're going to be here, well, see with that tone of voice now. Hey, redneck, how much Spanish do you know? Well, they at least know 30% of the English language. You know 0% of the Spanish language. So they know 130% of languages. You're definitely lumped into that category and you're not getting out. In fact, sorry. In fact, redneck, you might only know 60 or 70% of English. That's generous. Yeah. I'm being a generous guy here, Pete. I'm trying to tell people not be xenophobic. For the first time. For the first time on this show, I'm saying that. I'm taking a stance. So you must have left the church. I'm getting political. You're, you're leaving the Life Power Church. You now love They're in the past. That's a 2008, 2009, 2010 thing. I'm never looking back at it. Oh, I saw some saying about never looking back the other day. And while it was a lame saying, I could have thrown it in here and it would have worked. Kind of a failure. I'm going to get this tattoo on my back because I'm never going to look back. So I got the ship booked in Finland, but I get a voice message from Starbucks. Hey, bro, uh, Helsinki reimposed COVID restrictions, and now each live event has a maximum of 50 people. We have to cancel the show. So you got hit with the same excuse twice. Well, I guess the other one was, oh, date change. This one is, no, there's just going to be no show. Yeah, one was venue problems. This one is COVID restrictions. Like we said last week, COVID's the excuse for everything, right? What if it's the venue just didn't want it anymore, or he didn't want to put on the show? That sorry, bro, COVID. Who's going to question it? Mm-hmm. because that's like one of those things too, like the tone of voice thing. You got to be careful with the questions that you ask. Could you start to take that tone again? <laughs> yep. You, well, you do. Right. <laughs> He's like, so what we're going to do is we're going to do studio shows like NWA power. NWA power did these pretty much closed warehouse shows. And I think there's a small crowd, but it, they pretty much filmed it just for YouTube, right? And streaming purposes. A lot of shows did this during COVID. WWE did it. AEW did it. Impact did it. It almost seemed like you'd lean more into the soap opera garbage that you get normally. It's like little little segues, little cutaways into the ring thing and just make it a whole like production deal. That, yeah, that could work. You kind of have to, right? Because just being straight wrestling in the ring in front of no crowd is very difficult. It's also very like rough on the performer. So yeah, you do that. One company, Ring of Honor, actually did just the wrestling part really well. But yeah, you have to add more stuff in, more flash, more pizzazz, more promos. I want it to be like a theater production play. You guys are just talking. You break out and do a mild song, and then it finishes with you wrestling. Like the South Park episode with wrestling. Have you seen it? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, we'll see how the developer through lines in the second act. We uh, decided I would just wrestle on the uh, the studio show. So they're going to film eight episodes of a season of a YouTube show, right? 
So I was going to get to wrestle a few times and he's like, Hey, is this cool? Is this cool? I'm like, yeah, sure. I just want to wrestle in Finland. Plus I'd already bought my ticket. I'd already booked my hostel, which booking my hostel bit me in the butt later because two or three days before I left, Starbucks was like, Hey man, uh, my ex-girlfriend has a yoga studio in Finland or in Helsinki. And that's where all the boys stay. And you can stay there for 15 euros a night. Man, I already booked my hostel. Was there free yoga involved with his ex-girlfriend? No, no comeback. <laughs> no comment. And what if he listens to my podcast? I listen to his podcast sometimes. Pete, you trying to set me up for failure? Mildly, you yes. You trying to get me not booked in Finland anymore? Because then you're going to have to come back to me to get the backstage he, with Chris. He runs shows in, in, in Estonia too. And I really want to work on those shows. Pete, don't screw me. There's not a second company in Estonia. Fight Club Finland isn't Fight Club Estonia. There's not another show. You don't have a side piece in Estonia. No. Well, this is the only only game in town. They've had like three shows in Estonian history. Maybe two. Do they have history in Estonia? There's like thousands of years of history in Estonia, but none of it's wrestling related. Then is it even worthwhile? Mm, I'll let you know after I wrestle there. Like has Rikishi ever been there? Rikishi's never been there. Then who cares? But Big Kish used to run all these European tours in crazy places. I would have loved to have been on those. I would have actually kissed his big ass to try and get on some of those shows. But now that he doesn't run shows anymore, I'll tell him what I really think. Get out of my business. Hit him with the omen plow. Be done with it. I'll do. I'll drop everyone with an omen plow. I can pick his fat up. I'm very strong. I'm not even on the juice. Come on, man. I'm not. I have a physique like this, and I'm not on the juice. You and John Cena both. Both not on the juice. I got to wrestle in Finland. Kind of. But yeah, anyway, so now I'm to book my hostel, which is fine, because it's only like 22 or 23 euros a night or whatever. And this is dope. So it was a really nice place. I met, made some friends there, right? Actually, one of them I went out with to a bar on Friday to see some live music. There was this dude just going nuts on stage playing his guitar. And I even took a video of when he played Wonderwall. Thinking, and I, I said to the person I was with, every bar in the world tonight, someone is playing Wonderwall. Every bar on the planet. We were in Helsinki, Finland. This is an Irish guy playing Wonderwall. I think that should be your thing, too. Whenever you go to the BT for trivia, whenever you're out, make sure you do it on your way out. But just queue up Wonderwall in the jukebox. Walk away. I, I should. And then everyone will sing it together, no matter what part of the world you are in. A bar full of Finnish people sang Wonderwall. It's like at a wedding. Everyone has to play Sweet Caroline. For some reason, that escapes me. Yeah. And I'm be honest, I hate that song. I'm really not into it. I don't like it. It's not. I don't think it's great. I just, I think the crowd doing it makes it even more annoying. I, I agree. I agree. It was a lot of people's go-to karaoke song. Ugh. What? Yeah, I know it's Carl Anderson's go-to karaoke song. Did you have this a lot in Japan? Yeah, I heard it all the time in Japan. It was a big thing. Michael Jackson was always the number one. But then you get some Sinatra. Then you get some Sweet Caroline. Red Hot Chili Peppers also kind of uh, popular, but I love them. They need more Fred Durst in their lives. That's a vocal range one can obtain. Everyone needs more Durst. Always. Always more Durst. I know I'm feeling Dursty. Ooh, nice. Never heard that before. That's pretty what? good. Did you really? make that up? I did. Nice. We should make shirts like that. Just say Dursty? They should say feeling Dursty. And then we should have a red New York Yankees looking cap and a silhouette of Fred Durst. But nowhere should we say Fred Durst, Limbiscuit, or New York Yankees. And then we can sell it. It's legal. I think that's how marketing works. Yeah. Feeling dirty. It's yeah, because it's just vague. Can't sue us for that. No. We can get a cease and desist maybe, but after we've already made thousands. And I'd frame a cease and desist from the Durst. Absolutely. Actually, one of my buddies who runs a screen printing company said that he actually would be completely cool getting hit with a few cease and desists from certain companies. 
because at the very least, it opens up conversation with that company about officially licensing. I got to tell you, because it's serendipitous that you bring up that screen printing company Mm -hmm. because their marketing company was advertising that they market for your boy. And I emailed them Mm -hmm. because they, there was a typo. There was the second word Mm -hmm. was plural. I go, no, 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 bro. That's a typo. And uh, they never got back to me. Mm -hmm. And I sent that with a job application. Yeah. You know, I did the research, put in the time. They never got back to me. Weak. That same place is now looking for uh, another position. And what's funny is they're like, click this link. And Mm -hmm. it's a link of their owner talking with your boy. Really? And I was so enraged about the whole thing. I'm like, no, I'm not even going to apply to this one. Weak. Who's the dude? You you can tell me his name off air. I'm curious who it is now. His first name is Duncan is the name of the guy. Okay. Who owns a... I don't want to give him a shout. I'll tell you after. Yeah, tell me afterward. I'm I'm curious to know. Maybe I met this guy at some point in passing. I'm very connected. You're very connected. We're very connected. I know the Finnish Burger King. Yeah, there's a sauna in there. There's a sauna in the king for the king. I don't know how to say king in Finnish. I should have learned that. I don't know how to say anything in Finnish, actually. Dude, you could have put in a little effort. Didn't learn anything in Finnish. I learned a little bit of Romanian, and I learned... uh, I know Spanish, but I didn't learn any Finnish. Do you just go to Romania and keep asking for lettuce because you knew they'd have it? Buenazura. Good day. It's a Latin-based language, all right? It's not the world's most impossible one to learn. Palm frites, French fries in I, Germany. I know that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. Palm frites. I've been to Germany several times. I'm a big deal. Been to 19 countries, Pete. This is country 17, F in Finland. Allegedly. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, so I'm going to do this show, right? Again, to Finland on a, a Thursday at 1 p.m. Go to my hostel, check in. Hostel's great. I walk around the city the rest of the day. Friday at noon, I got picked up by the videographer of Slam Wrestling Finland, a guy named Marco. Now, Marco, I think, is the reason I actually got on the show. Because Marco, at one point, left a comment on a clip of my match with Carlos on my Instagram. Oh, man, this looks really cool. Good stuff. I sent him a message, and I was like, hey, dude, do you want to watch the match by chance? Or no, no, no. I put the link up in my Instagram bio. And I left a comment. I was like, hey, man, thanks a lot. Actually, I just put up the link in my bio if you want to watch the whole thing. 20 or 30 minutes later, he's like, hey, dude, I just watched that match. Great stuff. I really like it. It'd be good to have you over here someday. I was like, dude, I really want to wrestle in Finland someday. He's, I think, the number two or three guy at Slime Wrestling Finland. So he might have helped me talk Starbuck into booking me. <laughs> Maybe. But Marco picks me up in my downtown Helsinki hostel. He takes me to Helsinki Cathedral, which, dude, is awesome. If you haven't looked it up, I'll put a picture of it on Instagram. But if you haven't seen Helsinki Cathedral, look it up. Do you have to wait to the spring to post that? No, nah, no, nah, I'll put that up now. It's fine. People know I was in Finland. I've put up photographic evidence of being in Finland, not just evidence of me wrestling. If we believe it. Dude, it's not that hard. Just stick pictures of you in different places. I don't know Photoshop. That's why I have you. Kind of now want to put you in real inappropriate places. Do it. Put me in countries I've never been in because then it questions doubt. There's a seed of doubt whether I've been anywhere. Here's Jake in Wyoming. Not a country, but he's never been there. Just like when I'm traveling in Japan and you put up photos or you tag me and stuff here. Nobody gets it. It's it's funny to me. It's really funny. I wish somebody would ask me, like, no, I'm pretty sure you were with Pete last week. I'm like, I was in Tokyo, Japan last week. I I checked you in at the Britain Tavern on two occasions and nobody got it. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny. Hey, team, just uh, jump in real quick after we recorded this episode. This one uh, ran a little long today, so we're actually going to cut it into two episodes. So make sure to tune in next week for the second half of Me Wrestling in Finland, My Muse.